sensations Decca to talk about their meteoric rise to stardom with their covers 80s style of Wonderwall I bet you look good on the dance floor of Angels by Rob Williams honestly this band they're going places so Harry was joined by them to talk about everything music hope you enjoyed the podcast just a quick one we've got a few new hosts coming in we've got Jay and Emily, so I'm sure you're going to make them feel welcome. Links in the description to go follow them on Twitter and Instagram. Again, we've got loads of great stuff coming up. So if you do want to be involved with the podcast, drop us an email, queries at talktonight.co.uk. And I hope you enjoy the show. Cheers. Hello, and welcome to the Talk Tonight podcast. Today I'm joined by Deco, who are from London. So tell our listeners about what you're doing, who you are. <laughs> I'm, it was just so funny this first bit because like if it's like a yeah. stand everyone's like who's gonna speak first yeah okay i'll go um so we are a band that are originally from uh the midlands uh derbyshire way um and we all moved down to london in the last sort of three or four years uh and so that's where we're based now we, we kind of make ages inspired uh pop i guess uh, is our is our thing uh, and yeah, we've uh, the reason why we're speaking to you is because we recently put a, put up a mashup mm-hmm. ran, randomly, totally unplanned, really, and yeah, yeah, it went it went viral, and yeah, that's seemingly what we're known for now, which is which is weird. But uh, is, um, <clears throat> slow, well, very nicely transition into the question, like how was that, and has it has it like changed your motivation at all? with writing music and stuff now, now that you say you're a bit bigger, it's like the fame, it's been a bit weird, so to speak. doesn't really feel, honestly, it's hard for us, or me, um, especially, to even gauge, I can't, I don't know how, I don't know, I can't really tell if it's, because no, no one can go out and, you know, we can't play gigs at the minute or anything like that. It's hard to gauge whether it's made a difference. Do you know what I mean? We don't, we don't, we don't know. It's hard for us to gauge how big it's gone because it's just just numbers on a on a phone. You know, like one point yeah. two million people have seen it, but or well, more than that. But yeah, how, how many it's, was it? Sorry? It's really difficult. I think um, across all, all together channels, across all the platforms, it's like, like three million or something, maybe two million? a bit. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um. So yeah. It, Honestly, that's just, it, it doesn't really feel like much has changed, but I feel like it's one thing I would say, it's, it's motivated us more to kind of make sure we're pushing our own stuff because, you know, it suddenly, it suddenly hit home that people were wanting us to do more mashups and we're like, well, hang on a minute, this is only a lockdown <laughs> thing, you know, it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit of fun. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I guess... Yeah, we really want to make sure that we don't lose that kind of because uh, people we had a you know fairly decent following before um, for our own stuff like on the live circuit. Um, so we want to make sure we kind of retain that kind of if we were ever had any credibility, we wanted to kind of make sure we maintain that and not just become like a cover band. But also, we want to still have fun and do the mashups because they are fun. Yeah, so, yeah. I assume that to be fair, like they're all it's quite 
different thing really to do, isn't it? Especially with like a song like Wonder Wolf, for example, like yeah, in that kind of style is a bit is a bit like kind of like not odd, but odd in the same same way. If you got know what I mean? Yeah, and it like, is really weird how it's like struck a chord. I can't. None of us can put a finger on it. We keep trying one, to kind one of, of the main the main comments was um, on the Wonder Wolf one was that people didn't actually like Wonder Wolf that much. As in the Oasis version, but mm. hearing it in like mashed it with an eighties tune, they kind of made them like kind of like, like the song. Which is kind of weird. Do you reckon it mm. made people actually go and listen to the Oasis version? Yeah, yeah. It, it did. It I think it moved up three hundred chart positions. Wonderwall did that that week. Jesus did it? Christ, that's, yeah, that's mad. And so did so did so did Bronski beat. Um, yeah, I don't know. If, I probably didn't say. I don't know why I didn't tell you that. Much. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> Oasis should thank us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you have um, your most recent single was "Break Song," but you did the Christmas song. Um, so you um, is writing a Christmas tune any different from writing, say, a normal deco tune? Uh, it is a little bit because it was sort of like you can kind of get away with having a bit more of a laugh with it because mm. Christmas songs aren't not a serious Christmas song at all so it's like you can actually mess around and we, we almost like purposefully throw in those Christmas like Christmas cliche things mm. and um, yeah it's a bit more like I mean we, we threw that together in one night it was just like yeah. a really quick bang <laughs> yeah. like who would you say is your influences as like a band um, lots of different, lots of different influences, but for like collective influences, we have uh, like we we love eighties bands. Um, mm. So like me and me and John like Tears for Fears and Duran Duran, um, and you like Talking Heads, don't you, John? Yeah. It's, it's a it's a real kind of I don't want to say mashup, mix up of stuff. Um, it's a real mix up of stuff but yeah we're all we're all kind of into the same uh, modern modern bands you know we, we love Bombay Bicycle Club and, mm. and bands yeah. like that Glass Animals and Arctic Monkeys yeah. Yeah. did you like yeah, um, but... what did you think of Tranquility I know it's been out a couple of years but it's very like it's very spit fans doesn't it some people really like it which I'm in that camp but some people I like, liked it yeah nah, it's oh, yeah cool. I, I remember when um I remember when you sent me, John sent me a leaked link. Mm. <laughs> He's like ex- expert of leaked and illegal software, is John. Yeah, I leak uh, our own film. <laughs> yeah. And when the first time I listened to it, I thought, oh, it's just Alex Turner ranting for about an hour. Mm. But the more the more I've listened to it, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting, you know. It's, like, they must get bored of doing the same thing. Yeah. I, like, I think the best band has changed, so. I saw him at um, Transmit. In Glasgow, and uh, that that album had just come out, and they played like, they played well. They only played like four or five songs off it, but live it was really like really made me enjoy the album a lot more actually. Mm. But I think I think it's good. I think it's good. It's just not obviously following the one they did before that, which really had commercial like, record, loads of bangers yeah, on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard yeah. when you've been a band for like that long, like you you turn a certain age and you can't write about 
what say their first album was about. You know what I mean? So it would just be weird that yeah. in the age they are writing about a night out. I mean, I feel like it's maybe maybe silly to compare it, but so how long was that? That was like twenty. That was twenty eighteen, and it was twelve years after their first album. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if I when when like this band formed, we were like indie kind of two door cinema clubby, and now we're nothing nothing like that and that and it's only been sort of four or five years so it's if if we've changed that much in that amount of time then imagine what a professional band that, that you know yeah, obviously we're, right. we're doing it more professionally now but at the time we weren't so yeah i think bands do change and i think mm. it's sometimes difficult for the, an audience to accept it but um yeah ultimately the artist has got to do what they want to do and enjoy it otherwise there's no point really because I, I feel like you get like a better around musical experience if you the band are putting music that they want to do out rather than what fans want yeah if you know what i mean so would you yeah say, definitely would you do would you say you're all like stuck to one genre as a band or would you be like let's change it up a bit here and change it around and no we've def- definitely we've definitely always change i think yeah like some of the stuff we were doing in lockdown um, was edging towards more kind of 80s R&B kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? That, that, I don't know, more yeah, more kind of funky um, compared to the stuff that's already out. So, yeah, I think when we, we always have like a, a consistent style maybe, but um, yeah, the song, we don't like limit ourselves to it. I think it's probably just naturally what comes out. I'd like to get to the point where you've put out an album and then you can just make something completely different for the second album. Mm. You can almost like just purposefully think outside the box of what you've been doing and, and write something else. I think we all just start we all just start doing that. It's just you gotta gotta keep sort of you gotta keep some kind of sound. Mm. As like an unsound band, you need to actually have your own brand as well. So you can't just make yeah. loads of songs that don't sound right together. So there is a bit yeah. of like a a theme. Yeah, I think I think uh, something that helps us is even if we do change the style very slightly, well, my voice doesn't change that an awful lot, really. So it's kind of a similar theme. Like it's quite in, in our songs. I guess my voice is a dominant thing in a lot of the stuff. Mm. You know, overpowering. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Overbearing. <laughs> oh, I've lost you. I lost you for a second, John. You still there? It was just a not very good joke, so carry on. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to insult myself there, really. <laughs> yeah, I was just jumping on that. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> so, well, um, obviously, you've done a few more, um, like covers and that since the the Wonder War one went a bit mental. Like, were they any different to do in terms of like the? putting them together so to speak or is it yeah they yeah you you explain this one john i'll let you go um (laughs) well um what did we do we did spice girls with marvin Gaye, and then we did what was the other one angels and simple minds we did that first basically after the after the wonder war one kicked off we, we just met up um sorry we had like a zoom call and said (laughs) <laughs> let's uh let's come up with a list of songs 
and just bang out some more mashups. So like we already had we already had like those ones in the bag. We just kind of just threw them together quickly. Um, but we're working on working on one soon, aren't we? Another one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna drop what well, it is. I'm already... just gonna throw it out there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've already I've already done I've already done done it the, the premise of it. Um, but we might change it to a different song. So it's like it's it's very complicated because. La- potential labels are involved and blah, 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 blah. Oh, right. um, so um, in terms of like they might want to release a mashup and so we don't want to release it on Twitter yet if it's good do you know what I mean so it's like complicated but yeah we've got got plenty of ideas in the bag mm. um, but I guess the main difference between the first Wonderwall and the, uh, the the second two uh, was um, I started. I, I basically started the Wonder Wall just Wonder Wall one on a Sunday. I was just having a bit of fun, but I guess mm. with the se- second and third mashup, we kind of sat down and intended to do them, which is I guess oh, is okay. a different, um, different process. That's the only thing I can think of really. Mm. Do you have like in terms of like future plans? I know we're still in lockdown and that, but do you have anything of like your own music coming out soon, or is that, or are you still in right right in? Or we will be. In the next few, we we're lucky enough to um, have all that time last year to write. So mm. we're not really writing at the moment. We're just the odd the odd bit when we fancy it. So we've got this whole bag of songs at the moment, and we're, we're we're lining one up. But we just need to work out what we're doing. Um, yeah, probably, probably do a few more more mashups and fun things first, and then then get some more music out there. Yeah. So, so there's a lot going on in the background, like releasing wise. Are we going to release a mashup properly? Do you know what I mean? Which might push back our own stuff, but or we might release it as like a double thing, you know, like an A side and or double A side probably. So yeah, lots of exciting things going on, yeah, but no sounds, like no like yeah, no yeah. concrete. Sounds pretty wild. Like it's gonna be a crazy couple of months for you, isn't it? Yeah, and that's just shame really that like we're still in the pandemic and all that, which means like you can't obviously go out. And tour, etc., which is obviously like one of the main things of being a band, isn't it? Is playing mm. live and that. So, like, what's been the best gig you've ever played so far? Uh, I think probably we did a tour at the end of 2019. Mm. Um, we went everywhere. We went up to Manchester, Scotland, Sheffield, Newcastle, Nottingham, and then we finished in London. Mm. And um, I think by the time we, we did that gig in London, and it was it was sold out. It was the it was Camden Assembly, and it was mm-hmm. just like the final date on our own tour, and we managed to sell out several other venues along the way, and then do the London one at the end. And it was like that was probably like the most that was probably the best one for me. I think. Yeah. Not not the biggest, but like the the biggest achievement. Mm. Selling out a London one. That's good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, te- I'm tempted to agree, and also the Nottingham one. I felt like the, the Nottingham. Yeah. So basically, we added a we added a Nottingham date to that mm-hmm. tour, but it ended up being in February, just before lockdown, uh, and that was like a really big venue, and we basically sold that out too. Um, a place called Rescue Rooms, and oh, yeah. and yeah, I, I feel like that's probably the best we ever played. It was really just everything that came together for that one. Yeah. But in terms of the fest, the festivals 2019, they were really good fun as well. Yeah, the festivals are really good. It's just the festivals, um, they're not something not quite. They're obviously really fun, but it's not quite satisfying as 
selling tickets to your own tour mm. when it's yeah, just people true. who need to be you. You get me? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I saw like chili peppers at Reading and then I saw them in London in December and the, the I know they change their set list every night anyway, but the difference between the Reading set list and the London set list was bad because they obviously just change every night and like the London one just seemed it was very catered for their fans where there's like yeah the festival one was like as you can imagine like all the hits the bang. All the bang. Yeah, yeah yeah so like probably cater for yeah. that gig yeah same here yeah yeah we, <laughs> we've got <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've got a few tunes you probably wouldn't play at a festival mm. yeah, well, probably now I'm I was I was kind of joking saying that we had loads of hits, but um, ah, I see. Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> def- definitely now, yeah, because we've got there's a couple of like slow, not I want to say, I don't want to say slower, but more kind of chill Ballad. tracks, ballads <laughs> that we probably wouldn't play at a festival. Everyone loves yeah. a ballad, though. I think a ballad would go down well at a festival. You should probably whack it in mm. the right back. Yeah, maybe. Of the set. <laughs> yeah. Or just yeah. before that, the crescendo, the crescendo, you know, mm. like two songs before the end. Exactly. It was like we're touring and that. Is what's it like? Because obviously I'm not in a band or anything like that. I would never probably tour. Like, is it? What's it? What's it like touring life? Weird, weirdly, I'd say the first proper proper tour we did was the one the last one we did because yeah. like we did it we did it like properly, whereas tours before. We kind of thrown together like sometimes to save money we'd do like national express <laughs> uh like buses mm. um but this was the first one where we like everyone came like the whole like team deco team came like manager and photographer and all that kind of stuff we hired a van for the whole like two weeks and yeah it was really good fun yeah. i'll let you explain other bits john no it was, I was basically gonna say the same thing that was the first actual like tour when you're out on the road for a couple of week tour that we've, we've even done but um yeah it was class and also the further you get into the tour like the more into it you get it's like so we we, we put our biggest date at the end of the tour because you're building up for that the whole time yeah and then you by the end you're just like absolutely on fire do you think there'd be much difference between like say the first night and the last night uh, there was on that tour, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. I remember John. John had to say to me the morning after our first date, it was like, Max, you were a bit of a last night. Mm. You, let's just let's just try and enjoy this tour. <laughs> but then it was good after that. It was good after that. No, no, it's good. Like I remember, like it's it's really good. The days we had some a bit of time off because actually, like the setting up for a gig takes up a lot of your day. So if you're doing if you're doing night after night. And you don't have your own crew, then you you, it's sort of like you got to get to the venue pretty early and set up and hang around. Or but we had some. I remember we had some time off in like Edinburgh. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it was, it's yeah. it's cool. Yeah, it's amazing, amazing weather in Edinburgh as well. We just like went out and we went to Weatherspoons. Told uh, told told our told our Instagram followers our table number oh, and got no. loads of loads of drinks. <laughs> Uh, it was good. I know that's quite one of the nicest things about a tour, though, is like you do see like different cities or towns 
every every day that you probably, <sighs> probably wouldn't go to if mm. your own doing kind of thing. Yeah, I probably wouldn't wouldn't go have any other reason to go to Hull. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you don't really see much of them <laughs> other than like I don't know somewhere where you nip and get food that's the thing so like, if you get a day off somewhere then it's really good because you get to explore Tesco's. it would, anything like, Tesco's. would you like when it comes to plan at all do you specifically try and put a day off after like a really like after a good place so like say i don't know i don't know um, not in the most like, El- 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 uh, um, try to mm. okay it depends on when you can get the venues and yeah, it's difficult. You know, it's quite is. We, we, we didn't we we didn't intend to then, did we? No, not really. But we we definitely will now because it was a good day. So. Yeah. It was. <laughs> so every time you go to like Edinburgh, right? Make sure we have the day off after. Or before. Basically, or before, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, when you're on tour, probably eat a lot of fast food etc what would be your go-to fast food <laughs> restaurant or like well, was, like you said tesco which in that case i'd probably pop the what well, was gonna tell, 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 tell them about the rider i was gonna say yeah one <laughs> one thing we did do we were like because we've done that before where we've been out and you just eat like shit at mm. sorry uh rubbish right. at service <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and stuff and um we so we're like right let's um Let's get healthy rider. Like let's ask for some healthy stuff this time, so that we're not eating crap all the time. So we asked for. It's funny, right? Hummus, carrots, brown bread, <laughs> bananas. <laughs> bananas, bananas, Pe- peanut, peanut butter, pe- whole earth peanut butter, water, and a few beers. That's our rider. <laughs> to be fair, we didn't put on weight. So uh, it works. Win-win. Yeah, but normally I, I like a scotch egg. That's my, that's my. Those guys take the mick out of me for that. It's just a scotch egg. Come out. Yeah, and a like scotch egg. Historic, historically, we'd like go to go to Tesco or something quickly before or after our sound check. Mm. And John, John and John had been there for like half an hour, and he'd come out with the same thing every single time: hummus and bread, basically. It's like when you um when you go to like a regular when you go to a restaurant that you're familiar with and you look at the menu or like when you order Chinese or something and you already know what you're gonna get but you look for it anyway like mm, yeah like KFC you said bonus banquet every time don't you yeah oh, 100%. every single time like you can't go wrong with the banquet can't <laughs> do you have any like more gigs booked in like the future for like when all this is over and that what have we got uh we've got some gigs in may mm. um at the moment we've already moved those once so we're just going to see what's going on in may yeah. basically socially yeah, socially di- distance shows in yeah. uh nottingham london and birmingham 7th, 8th mm. and 9th of May. Uh, so, yeah, I think London London evening sold out. We're doing like a day show for them, which is going to be fun. It's going to be like a, what, a musical or something. Is that in? 
Uh, colors. Oh, okay. We should we make uh, it into a musical. <laughs> the Deco musical. Okay. <laughs> you you definitely be the villain. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and then I mean we've got we have got like festivals penciled in, but again it's the same mm. same thing. You know, obviously for like the same thing happened last year. Glastonbury gets cancelled and. It's a bit of a snowball, but some of the smaller festivals still might go ahead. So we're yeah. hoping that's the and, case. Um, what are your thoughts of them cancelling Glastonbury like already? Like, I saw it, it was like very like, oh yeah, they did the right thing, but some people are like, why is they've done it so early? Like we might be uh, all right. We probably won't be, but I'll let you go, John, because you know. <laughs> you know why. Um what, what, why they have to cancel? Yeah, yeah so what's early. Your thoughts on it? Like, why? Oh, I, I just think like Glastonbury's on a different different level. I've got mm. friends who work in um, uh, smaller festivals, mm. or like sort of like 30,000 person festivals. But I think I don't think Glastonbury had much choice, really. Uh, but even the smaller ones, I mean, not to be negative, but I'm just starting to look at it and think. Yeah, uh, same like. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Not looking good, is it? I heard that Reading Leeds is obviously end of August bank holiday. Mm. What I heard, they they're cracking on. They're planning to go ahead. Jesus. Obviously, they're 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 two and a half months later than um, mm. Bastos, though. It's not gonna happen there, nothing. Yeah. The thing, the thing is, the thing is with uh, Glastonbury, the reason they cancel it is so early is because I think they start like building the stage in like February or something daft. Mm. Like it's. Or, you know, they have to start ordering and paying for things and all this That's kind of stuff. But deposits have to go down on everything, so including bands. So, like, festivals can't just chuck all that money and then, yeah, it's just, we'll see. Fingers I'd, crossed. I'd hate to have, like, a two-year break with no festivals, though. Like, mm. it just mm. it just takes a lot out of life, doesn't it? Like, it was weird having none year last year. Yeah. And then it yeah, we like, really missed it. It's one but, of those you know, we, that you take for granted, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. We 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 really did make the best out of a bad situation though. Like we wrote about 40, 40 odd songs mm. in, in the first lockdown. Even though we, you know, probably only will use ten of them or whatever, but you know, it's we we I'm really kind of happy with how we kind of dealt with it really. Um yeah. as a band. It's it's really productive. Mm. I mean, we 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 all we all lived together for like three months, uh, um, really which was enough. It was just enough, probably. But it yeah. was still, it was still good fun. Like I look back on it fondly. It was really good. Mm. Yeah. Well, as soon as, as soon as the the lockdown came in, we were just like, should we just bunk together? Yeah, because mm. none of us had any work on. So yeah. Well, guys, well, thank you for coming on today. Really appreciate you taking time out of your evening. Like, yeah, we've watched Pleasure. And, Wasn't doing anything anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting Doesn't here. I'm, I'm sitting here with a blanket on. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, freezing. Another, another quick question before we go. Oh, did that remind you? Yeah, I don't know why the blanket reminded me. Um... <laughs> um you're with your blanket. What are you putting on TV? Like film, what film or TV series you're watching? I'm going to watch uh, Donnie Darko tonight. Mm. I'm-
I'm going to watch Laurel and Hardy way out west tonight. Oh yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I really, I watched, I watched. Um, there's a, they made like a movie uh, about Laurel and Hardy called Stan and Ollie, and I watched mm. it not long ago, and it just really, really made me want to watch um, the originals because like I, I grew up with them. My dad, um, not with them physically, but um, my dad <laughs> used to play them all the time. <laughs> So yeah, uh, Laurel, Laurel and I went way back. <laughs> yeah, back what, to nineteen sixteen. What are you watching, Harry? Um, I don't know. I've started watching Parks and Rex again. Oh yeah, yeah. because it went good. back on Netflix. So I was like, oh, I'm going. And I just finished the US Office after. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching that again. So long, because I was like, nah, it's not better than the UK. I'm not having that. And then I watched it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is actually quite good. It's good, yeah. So I didn't want to, didn't want to be like, no, I'm not letting the UK down. <laughs> but no, it is very good. But yeah, appreciate you coming on today. Um, yeah, you can find Deco on Spotify, YouTube, etc. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Have a good evening. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you, guys. Cheers.